Take off, you hosers. We have a podcast called Hosers, and we are back for episode 21. My name is Chris Killingsworth, and with me today, forever and always, is Carter Lupel. Carter, what is going on, my dude? How's it going, Chris? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> and joining us uh, also is Thomas. Hello. What's up, man? What's up, my dude? <laughs> What's up, my dudes? Sorry, I was... Thomas, are those Air- AirPods? No, there's cords. What? Oh no! I thought you were these are these are two dollar Amazon China knockoff headphones. They look. Don't tell don't tell Chris that. Yeah, you know that that's very (laughs) bothersome for me. Thomas is on an IBM ThinkPad with, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or no, Lenovo ThinkPad. With, oh my God! With uh, Air Canada issue earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ones you get on the flight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, yeah. he found them at the Sally Ann for forty nine cents in the package. <laughs> How did you guys feel about the intro? A little scattered. It's a little. I've had it down pat for twenty episodes, and then Thomas came aboard, and it's like we go from. Like, welcome back to another episode of Hosers. My name's Chris Killingsworth. Joining me as always is my co-host Carter Lupel. How's it going, Chris? <laughs> and then we move on, and now we have Thomas. Yeah. So it's like I gotta finesse a little yeah, bit. As my girlfriend always says, I ruin everything. So that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> you did ruin last week's episode. You should probably formally apologize yeah, to the listeners. Okay. Uh, we didn't have a podcast for a while because my internet was very bad. So now I'm all crystal clear, a solid 30 megabytes per second. We're all Love we're all it. good. I'm coming in hot. Back his in inter- his internet guy quit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, back in his parents' basement, like the hockey blogger okay. that he is. Okay, we don't need to. <laughs> hey, but you got good internet though. That's yeah, important. that's all I can ask for. Oh. There you go. Uh, so I guess we should probably do a bit of a life update since the last episode we had was with Lexi. By the way, that was our most listened to, best received podcast that we've done. Yeah, so I got... Thank you. Oh, okay, we're talking. You I, got some feedback? We got some feedback from uh, the coolest person I know, Rams. So shout out. Yo, I don't know Rams. I mean, I see her on Twitter a lot, <laughs> showing up in my timeline, making people laugh and... She's I funny. love that shit. I love that might... every time we do a question, she always has a question about like the Flames or Dougie oh, Hamilton. Man. I love that yeah. shit. More of that, please. <laughs> yeah, she she might come on. I don't know if she wants. I'm down. To. <laughs> I'm so down. I think she mentioned it too. So, so Carter, life update with you, man. What's what's been going on in your life these days? You know, I know the listeners, based on the feedback, they love to hear about our mundane, boring, fucking lives. So, 
Let's hear what you've been up to these days. <laughs> they just want us to do a sh- uh, spin-off podcast on our lives. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, guys, it's me, Carter. Yeah, things are going pretty well. I have an Instagram oh, account for my dogs. Shows. What the fuck is up, boys? <laughs> that's like, pretty much that's it. like the, uh, oh, fuck. What's that show called? <laughs> that MTV uh, like dating show where you like leave a bus and it's like, oh and then yeah, you're like, next, yeah, and then it's like, yeah, next. Is it ne- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah. next. It's like the list is like has it, an Instagram account for my dogs. Has yeah, because there's always like a hot girl and she sees some guy like me getting off the bus and she's like, uh, next. <laughs> uh, next. <laughs> yeah, uh, this guy doesn't have ankles. His calves just go right into his feet. So you're next. <laughs> guy's got ankles like carlson <laughs> straight up straight up okay we can talk about my ankles uh, in a minute carter give us a life update baby um well most recently i got back to my truck and someone ripped the rear wiper off of my truck or my suv at the uh the go transit parking lot someone's out to get you man was it in whitby i know i get back yeah it was it was in shitby just hanging off of the back of the truck so, other than that, life hasn't been too bad, though. <laughs> I, I got a, I got a smart hockey practice ball. I've been working on my stick handling. Is that See, like- to me, that looks like a ping pong ball. No, so it's a smart hockey ball, and so it's the same weight. It's got the same contact points, and it's designed to have the same drag as a puck. So, like during the off season or like during your dry land, you get the same or as close to like a puck sensation as you will. Um, and I gotta say, it has helped me out this summer. I love it. There you go. So it was just sitting beside me, and I thought I'd plug Smart Hockey. The design hasn't changed in like 15 years since they released it. Well, sponsors. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, I was thinking it, how funny it would be to just start doing like ad reads for companies that we like, even <laughs> though we're not sponsored by them. This is my ad read for. Uline, Uline, thank you <laughs> for your shipping bags, your cargo containers, your dollies, your office chairs. Love it. And sending me a new catalog every time I order something. Uline. Thank you, Uline. Perfect. Yeah, you nailed that. That was good. That could be a bit. Um, question, though Do you use the smart hockey ball when you're playing mini sticks with Chrissy? No, that's hey, that's not a sexual innuendo either. I'm just curious if you're playing mini sticks in the basement. These things are bullets like on a scale of like tennis ball, orange ball, hockey ball, puck. This is like above the puck. If <laughs> like I velocity. love it. I can't wait to try it. Oh, it's insane. I'm going to try and sell Fleming on buying a few of them for us to bring to tournaments. I love it, man. That's sick. Yeah, we got tryouts coming up next week. Yeah. That'll be pretty sick. Thomas just rolled his eyes. <laughs> no, I don't I know roll my eyes. <laughs> yes, you fucking did. I saw you roll no, your I eyes. I like opened my eyes. I don't know. Well, listen, buddy, we were going to hire you as the director of analytics <laughs> okay. and with that kind of attitude. Yeah, well, you're going to be lead scout for the tryout okay. series. Yeah. But I'm like uh, the dark guy of Fleming. Yeah, you're dark guy, all right. <laughs> well, you're slowly kissing that job goodbye. <laughs> <Tommy>. <laughs> That that un that unpaid position. Goodbye. Unpaid position that I have no way of getting to. <laughs> That's okay. Just keep working at it, buddy. Dreams do come true. Uh, what's going on in your life, Thomas? You have internet. That's I have internet. in the right direction. I moved. Um, that's pretty much it. That's been my life for two weeks. Was packing 
having the worst move of my life was moving my girlfriend into her apartment in London, and I just about died. Why'd you die? Well, it was emotion or strength. Strength. I like. I'm not the oh, strongest okay. dude, but it was a three-story walk-up. So three stories, three sets of stairs, and carrying all our couch, and it was like. What was it last two Saturdays ago? So it was like that really hot weekend. I was just like, my shirt was still wet like two days later, just from sweat. Your shirt's still wet? Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. Are you, why are you being such a perv? <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me about your sweaty oh. shirt, dude. Yeah, I was making it. You're still wearing the same yeah. shirt. Yeah, still yeah. wet joke. But yeah, it's a good thing, thing won't dry. I've been wearing it for like three weeks. It won't dry. Oh, my God. You guys are getting me all fired up over but here. Yeah, Jesus. That's, that's my life. Um, any new articles at TLN or uh, the other uh, the other Red Wings blog uh, that you write for? I wrote one today. Sorry, really? I couldn't think of a quick abbreviation <laughs> for the Wings Nation. W- I don't know why. TWN? Sorry. That's okay. I'll work on it. That's fine. I wrote one on Zetterberg today about how they're better off, and I got some angry people. Yeah, you did. Did your your, your mentions just flood with people no. that are like, "He's amazing. He'll be back." Well, they're just. It's not even. It's not even a coincidence that the year he's getting paid the least is the year he stops playing <laughs> hockey. <laughs> Hashtag Zetterberger Yager. Oh my oh. god. Oh, yeah, I just. I think I. Huh? <laughs> Go on, buddy. Sorry, I keep interrupting. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I was just. The whole article is just going on how. They got to move on and like they're like the worst franchise for just looking in the past, like the Canadians. Yeah. And like I mentioned them and like how the Leafs used to do it. And like um, they just got to move on. Um, yeah. And also like it's kind of symbolic with like the Hockey Town logo leaving. That's like that's like a more literal. Oh, excuse me. Uh, it's more of a, like a. I love that you like moved your mouth so you wouldn't burp into the <laughs> mic, mic and you still burp him into the mic. <laughs> uh, burpy boy. Uh, That's okay. Um, you want Carter to come over there and burp you or yeah, what? Okay. I'm just drinking my sand pal. Fancy, love it. Um, you burping, you're not supposed. You're not supposed to hit a baby's back when you're burping. You're supposed to do this. <laughs> tickle it. I would. I would honestly not let you near my child if you do that <laughs> shit ever again. I'm probably the most equipped to be around kids out of all hey, you guys. That's true. That's I mean, totally fair. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, my article, whatever. <laughs> We're having a hard time keeping it on the rails. Whatever. It's been a few it's weeks fair. since we've all talked. This is a baby's head and their frail neck. No one can see this. That is not how you burp a baby. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just saying you support the neck. No one can see what okay, you're doing. For the listeners out there, <laughs> oh Carter God. has like one of those Nalgene water bottles, and he's and holding, he's holding the it lid. like a baby, like it's like a baby's neck. Like a baby's neck. <laughs> oh my God! I'm calling child yeah. services on you, dude. You can burp. You can burp. <laughs> no, you gotta stop that. Oh, that's so uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <laughs> you can burp. <laughs> Oh my! Listen, I actually know what I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save my my life for after Thomas is talking about uh, Zetterberg. Fucking Zetterberg is gone, and uh, 
Hockey Town logo's gone too, so it's like them not really looking at the past, and it was an ugly logo anyways. I hated it. So. Oh my god, that's not it's a popular. So bad. Yeah, it's like it's like that's a hot. It's take. like '90s like WWF '92 like like Hockey Town. Yeah, and it's like right in the middle of the rink where it's like it's nice to just see their logo. Yeah, oh, it's just it's like more nostalgia than actually liking it. Okay, that's fair. You know what? It's, say, it's like have, if you actually look at that. it like like for a long time and not like with the Red Wings, you'd be like, that's an ugly logo. Yeah, from like a copy and design standpoint, it's yeah, terrible. Yeah, that, like the type is awful. And that's how I view my but hockey, all, Carter. But think of like <laughs> 8 to 12-year-old Thomas watching the Red Wings and be like, oh, yeah hockey town yeah you're like oh fedorov and white nike skates sick yeah. hockey town <laughs> i wish that was with a panthers logo i wish the panthers <laughs> were hockey town i love that he tried to diss both of us all in one go yeah, that's that's no good. i'm the same way like oh canadians i wish i could be hockey no but town. they didn't have yeah. any like really cheesy like super 90s thing like they moved on from whatever like it'd be like they the, still It'd be like the Leafs still having that ugly TML thing on their shoulders. Like, you know that, like, yeah. weird, like, yeah. logo? It'd be like them still having that, where it's, like, the worst-looking thing. Like, I loved it as a kid. Like, I have nostalgia for that, with, like, the yeah. silver piping and all that shit. That was, yeah. like, my childhood. Yeah. But, like, it's just, like, ugly. I don't know. No, that's fair. Do they still do the purple octopus or no? Yeah. That's sick. That's the coolest shit. I know some people think it's like kind of campy, but I'm like, I'm about that. That's cool. That's cool. You guys know I like the theatrics, like throw rats on the ice, like do all that shit. I love it. It's it keeps things exciting. Rats. What's your uh, take on all of this throwing shit at Tavares talk? Oh, oh my god, man. I don't know if this is. Here's the thing, man. (laughs) Like. I've never been to Barclays Center, but I know that there are portions of that rink where you straight up cannot see the ice. Yeah. Th- these fans have bigger problems than being mad at Tavares. Like, realistically, you're probably not going to be able to sneak a, a, like a bunch of that stuff into the rink to begin with. And number mm-hmm. two, I think everybody's like an internet tough guy. They think that it's, you know... It's gonna like get some likes or some retweets for whatever nonsense they're it's all spewing. Just hockey Twitter. It's all no, not even hockey Twitter. It's more hockey Reddit and HF boards oh, and yeah, shit. All that shit. It's not like I haven't seen too much of it in Twitter, but I have seen it on Reddit. Uh, and yeah, you know what? I read HF boards once in a while just for you know the thrill. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of stupid shit on there. So I don't know. I don't subscribe to it too much, but. I did go to a hockey game this past weekend. Oh. Maybe I could tell you guys a little bit about that. So it's been a while since we recorded, but um, I got uh, some tickets to go and see the Senators rookie team and the Leafs rookie team play in Laval. So uh, Robin and I drove out to Montreal and Ottawa for the weekend this past weekend. And we drove to Place Belle, which is where the Laval Rockets play. And it was honestly one of the weirdest experiences of my life. And let me tell you why. I'm excited. So first off, the rink is kind of in the middle of nowhere. I don't know if you guys have been to Laval before, but it's just like... 
it's kind of like uh, Scarborough would be to Toronto. Like, it's not too far away. I'm not shit-talking Scarborough. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's a close city nearby. It's just far enough to scare you? <laughs> yeah, Laval doesn't scare me, though. It, like, the area that, that I was in and what I saw was, like, a development area. Like, all these condos are going up. It's obvious that the area in which the Laval Rocket play, like, they're trying to build up the area and they're have... gentrifying. They are, they are gentrifying, for sure. So you have to... There's no parking at the arena so you have to park across the street in a parking lot that's almost like the parking lot is for like a walmart super center where there's like a first choice and a mcdonald's and the walmart and like you know a shoe store and all this shit and you basically if you parked in one end of the parking lot it was 10 bucks to park there for the game or you could just park at the walmart or like the area around there and park for free. So obviously oh. that's what we did. As we're walking over, I uh, well that this is another point. I was um, how do you say it? Well, in the industry, in the reporting blogging industry that I'm so so a part of, obviously, um, I was uh, set on a uh, a mission from the managing editor of the Leafs Nation, Adam. Oh, there you go. Shut up. Love him. What a what a wonderful gentleman he is. But he asked me to take some photos of the game, so I was taking photos of literally everything. <laughs> I saw the Toronto Marlies bus pull up at the intersection, and Kyle Dubas was sitting in the front, and he was talking to the bus driver, and I was like, you know what? What a good guy, man. Hanging out on the bus, chilling. What a cool move. So, so as I'm walking in, I didn't even tell you this yet because I know that you guys are going to love this. I'm walking up, and there's a bunch of people outside smoking, and I see Chris Kelly, who is a former NHL hockey player. He was not smoking, but I didn't know this, but I guess he is a uh, like a trainer of some kind for the Senators. Yeah, he works so in he was yeah, he, the front office. Like the maybe not the front office. Like he just got hired because he retired. Okay, perfect. So I saw him outside, and I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. As I'm walking in, who do you think walks in behind Robin and I into the arena? Kyle Dubas. Pierre Dorian. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and I recognize him, and I don't say anything, because, like, what the fuck am I going to say to Pierre Dorian? Like, the guy's got enough problems nice in his hair. life right now. You like my slides? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? You thought I was wearing fucking slides to a hockey game? I don't know what the ear ankle situation's at right now. Well, that's a story for after this oh story. I was wearing slides the entire time, and then I didn't wear them into the rink because I thought my <laughs> footsies would get cold. So we get into the arena. It is the most bizarre arena ever because there's nothing. It's very empty. There's nothing on the walls. There's no, like, merchandising at all for the team. Like, it's just very bare bones. We get to our seats. I take some photos. The game itself was awesome. I got some uh, some cool photos of all the rookies uh, on either team. And then, of course, the Leafs lost in overtime because they thought they scored a goal, but it didn't actually go in. And yeah. then I think it was Drake Batherson went the other way and scored, and I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. But it was a good game. Um I've decided to, just so you guys know, that I find after the rookie tournament and training camp, everybody has like 
players that they're like, oh, my son, like, oh, my this, oh, my that, you know what I mean? Celebrating how well their people did during the tournament. I've decided to go against the grain, and I want you guys to know my son moving into the 2018-2019 season is Russian right-handed defenseman Igor Ozhiganov. Thank you and good night. He wasn't there, but I'm just oh, saying. It's like he played. He's he like, is my son. He's like crush. I remember that's like eight years younger though. <laughs> no, because I guess Robin was. She kept making these like comments that made me feel like such a weirdo. She's like, "Why do you give a shit about this?" And she wasn't. She wasn't like. I, listen, I know there were some people on Twitter this past week that were like, "Oh, if you hate on people for liking what they like, like you're part of the problem and whatever." Which I agree with. That shit is whack. That's not what she was doing, but she's like, she brought up a really good point. Like, you watch all these players and you have like a degree of investment in them, and there's a good chance that of a full, you know, 20 to 23 man roster, maybe six of them make the NHL. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe six of them. So, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll always love prospects and rookies and all that stuff, but she kind of put it into perspective for me because I was, like, legitimately bummed when the Leafs lost. And she's like, you're fine. Like, John Tavares, hello. So I mean, like, that's, like, the same thing for, like, any lower league. It's like, why do you even – like, I'm, like, against this. Like, I love, like, lower league stuff, but it's, like, the same – idea of like supporting a much lower league where like games don't really matter like so this is kind of sidetrack well this just spurred like a idea or a thought into my head where it's like if i don't know how many of you are in to soccer but if you're like a fan of a team that's always finishing just like mid table and not winning any trophies then like really what's the point it's more just like a cultural thing yeah. So it's like it's like Detroit Lions fans. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. God. But like they're even like finishing last and then tanking and like you could look at like the future. Like in soccer you just get relegated and then you earn less money. But it's teams yeah. that always are good enough to stay up but aren't bad enough to relegate and then win back their the the championship and then promote themselves and stuff. It's like teams yeah. like Everton and like Southampton and stuff like sure they Oh, ha- dude Come on, dude. You know I love the striker on Southampton, dude. Come on, dude. <laughs> Are you actually serious? <laughs> yeah, no, dude. He's, he's not serious. <laughs> Don't give yeah. him that. I have no fucking it's idea. Fine. But like, it's Jivinko, like... Jivinko. Yeah. Um, That's MLS, baby. I know. They don't get relegated, so it's unfortunate. Um, but... Yeah, I agree with you, but... yeah, And I was thinking about this a lot recently... And I think it's maybe in line with what you were thinking about, Thomas. But, you know, you and I are both Leaf fans and like they're on the verge of being like a perennial contender moving forward with some of the moves that they've made, obviously adding John Tavares. There's a part of my fandom as a Maple Leaf fan that is them being bad. So I don't know how, as a fan, I'm going to be able to enjoy it when they are going to be this good because my entire life they've been mediocre at best do you know what i mean so it's like what would the fandom kind of look like and what will it feel like now that they're going to be this contender moving forward just talk to detroit fans well that's that's exactly where i was going because that's literally why i started writing for wings nation is like i find it's way easier to shit all over a team and complain about rebuilds and stuff and be excited about prospects than like oh this team's really good what should i write about uh 
Should I write about if Justin Hull is going to be a defenseman? Sure. Should I write about their backup goalie? Like, complain about that? Because you can't really yeah. complain about anything. You're really good. So it's like... You try to find new ways, but it's so easy to write about prospects and like, oh, this prospect did this thing. And then it's like, there's so much more just hashtag content with uh, mm. a bad team. But then also yeah. people don't really read about a bad team. So then again, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I guess it's just, it's weird because I think when I was younger, I was way more... Like, I was a fan of so many more teams, and then in the last several years, I've just been, you know, a fan of the Leafs primarily, but then a fan of the NHL and what happens in all the other leagues as well. And I don't know, there's a part of me that feels weird that, you know, we we were the underdogs for so long, and now we won't be. I'm not saying I'm not going to be a Leafs fan, but I'm saying I think it'll make it a bit easier now for me to cheer for a team like in the Western Conference, that's just dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> because I'll have the Leafs that are doing really well, and then because you know misery loves company to a degree, I'm also gonna want to cheer for a team that's in the basement. What do you think, Carter? Well, yeah, I think it's it's just like your safety net. You know they're gonna be okay. Like it's like uh, it's like Pat's fans. Like everyone, New England, for like the longest time has not been a terrible football team. And they can count on Tom Brady to throw the football other than last season. But, like, a, a New England Patriots fan is never, like, in a bad place because they know their team is always going to do well, at least in this, like, current climate. And I think that's like, what we're going to start to see in Toronto is all of these people that, one, they're going to be trying to force feed people who have been shit-talking them for years, um, the people who are kind of, like, bandwagoning or, like, resurfacing as fans. Um, but... Two, they're going to have that safety net of just knowing that their team's going to do well and they'll start to get brave and explore different teams and maybe get more invested into their fandom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a good call. I don't know. Thomas, who's the team that you're rooting for that's in the basement this year going into the season? I really want to just watch the Canucks, honestly, and the Coyotes. So do I, man. So, like, I, uh... I, I, have, a, I have a soft spot for the Canucks because ever since they just got rid of, like, Bieska and like uh, Ryan Kessler because fuck Ryan Kessler. Um, uh, hashtag fuck hashtag Ryan Kessler. Fuck Ryan Kessler. Um, Love it. But yeah, like ever since they got rid of them and like they've just stumbled into this rebuild. And I've always liked the Sedins and like just more skilled hockey and stuff. So they kind of represented the ultimate like all skill, no like physicality kind of style of hockey. So. Um, yeah, and, like, Pedersen is going to be insane to watch. I really hope he, like, is just gets all the minutes and we're just able to watch him and Besser and Horvat still there. And, like, all this, I don't know, it'll be fun. And, like, I really like, uh, fuck, what's his name? Jonathan Dolan. No, the defenseman. The Amer- the uh, Troy Stetcher. Yeah, Troy Stetcher. <laughs> Was that actually it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were joking. I kind of like watching him, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just They're going like- to say... Oh, that little American defenseman, uh, Quinn Hughes. <laughs> oh, him too. Fuck. Like, yeah, I, he's pretty good. Oh man, I wish Detroit picked him instead of Zeman. But whatever. That's another hot take for like twenty minutes. But I know, Jesus, dude, you got to prepare me for that. I was not ready for you to say that. Um, but yeah, it's fun to cheer for bad teams because you never know what to expect. Like you're just like, you get to watch just like, I don't know. It's just so weird. As long as they're bad and like not boring. 
That's the problem with the Red Wings mm -hmm. last year. They're so fucking boring to watch. I had to yeah. watch a lot of the games, and it fucking sucked so much. <laughs> and like, yeah, like watching the Bills home opener. <laughs> We're just relating everything back to football. Just like, yeah, well. Carter, I fucking hate when you do that because you know I have nothing to say. <laughs> unless you want like a smart-ass comment. Oh, yeah, it sucked when the QB got put through a fucking flaming table by the Bills Mafia. <laughs> now he's not starting for weeks three and four. Yeah, fuck, man. Well, like, when you guys, when oh you guys are in the hosers group chat, you talk about football. I want to slam my fucking head in the door. I only know Browns because I decided to get into it this say, year. Chris, you have, you have Apple Care. You can do whatever the heck you want. <laughs> Not on my head. <laughs> oh, that doesn't extend. Yeah, it doesn't extend to me that way. Sorry, buddy. But what what I would say though is, I think. Just because I know it would make it really funny for future episodes, the three of us right now should pick three of the worst teams in the league to be a fan of for this year, and we will commit to watching their games. And as a bit, every I week, that time, we will give an update as to how the team's doing. You'll find time, Thomas. You have times to shit post on Twitter. You'll have time to talk about this shit. No, but what we should actually do is live what? draft so this is off topic but we should actually live draft a uh a just win fantasy team fantasy league have you yeah. ever heard of those i like the, played fantasy hockey for a while but i don't know if i've heard so that term but i've heard the term but doing, i don't know what we're it doing means really one with tl and between some writers but like so it's basically you do a draft but you just pick teams and then yeah. all that matters is their win total so you add those up at the end. So like drafting first is like you're probably gonna pick like Nashville or like your Pittsburgh the Jets or, or someone like and then whatever. Like yeah. You go down who you think will have the most wins. So then as you go down, and then you just tally up wins. So between three of us, we'll be picking ten teams each. So then well, and then one, someone will like the that could be fun. Yeah, so we like, should do that. We should do that. Carter, are you down with that? Yeah, I'm up for whatever. So just just up, win, like, baby. Just up, like, win, baby. Ten teams wins over the season. Oh my god, <laughs> I'd love that. We Crazy. should. Uh, I think we should probably get into some of the like most recent pressing topics in hockey of the last couple of weeks. Are you guys ready to go through some of that? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. So the other night, I'm sleeping in this beautiful hotel in Ottawa. Okay. I just said start. This is where we're starting. Yes. <laughs> and Robin and I get home from the bar oh. and we're both fucking wasted. Okay. It's it was not sexy at all. Robin goes, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my friend who is uh, visiting from England right now. So Robin's like, are you cool to just chill here while I go out for a couple of drinks with my friend? I say, yes, because I'm going to watch 90 Day Fiance naked oh. yes i was chris, i was chris, nude can you take off your slides and watch 90 day fiance while i go hang out with my friend no i was like i was like these sheets on my body just oh so good <laughs> anyways i don't want to get anybody you know too fired up but yeah i was naked so uh <laughs> i'm watching the show 90 day fiance um things are going well robin comes back into the hotel room like a couple of hours you know, after I've been watching this show in this show called Unexpected, which is like teen mom, but for TLC. Anyways, besides the point, Robin comes home. She goes, do you want to get a snack? And I'm thinking, 
Yes. Yeah, I would love to get a snack. So we go to this spot beside our hotel, and we get a slice of pizza that we split in half that has probably been sitting out for four hours. Pretty gross. And then the guy at the pizza place goes, oh, we also are... Our thing is deep fried cheese curds. Do you want some of these? And I'm like, yes, of course. I'm fucking drunk. Of course I want that. How French can so, so we get this stuff. We head back to the hotel. We start eating it. Um, I ate so much I gave myself a tummy ache. So in the middle of the night, I'm looking for Pepto-Bismol because my stomach is, you know, just, you know, having having a war with my other internal organs and I roll over and ask Robin if she knows where the Pepto-Bismol is and she goes Pacioretty got traded to the Golden Knights <laughs> in my ear and I go that's that not us, that's that not the LA Kings better or worse? well then she goes and then I said to her back well who went back the other way and she goes are you ready for this Thomas Tatar, Nick Suzuki, and a 2019 second round pick. <laughs> and then I rolled over and went back to sleep. <laughs> scene. Okay. Perfect. Could you guys like visualize that entire part? Yeah. I can picture Robert saying that word for word. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She goes, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I was like, Nick Suzuki is a multidimensional player. Uh, no, she didn't say that. His hockey IQ is off the charts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, <sighs> Thomas, do you want to lead us off here? What went down and what went one way and what went the other way? Yeah, sure. So beautifully told. That's Robin. a true story, by the <laughs> okay. way. That all happened. I swear to God, all of that actually happened. <laughs> sure, sure. What else, what else is there to say? We know the bare bones. Yeah. One trip. So like, everyone what, knows. Is there anything else? Tatar and Suzuki a second for Pacioretty. Uh, I don't know. I think it was pretty fair. Like I really like Nick Suzuki, but others don't. So uh, like it's it's trading away like a uh, a guy that scored thirty goals except for last year, thirty goals for his last like what four or five seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he was just consistent goal scorer, which Vegas could use. Because they their shooting percentage will not stay the same. Carlson will not score forty two goals, and I'll bet anyone that. Um, yeah, uh, like it's fine. It's it's great, and but Vegas, it's just a weird move that they would still keep on going all in when like I don't know when now is the time to kind of like assess and like kind of just take a step back, be more patient. Yeah, but they really had that. They didn't have that like veteran or senior presence on the team that they needed, like with Dishon uh, and everything. How about Eric Engel and Bud? Derek Engel. Uh, that's what I said. Oh, okay. And Engel doesn't have that. He doesn't have that poise like Patretti or Neil Wood or something like that. Yeah, I guess they they lost like Neil <laughs> yeah, and Perron. Like yeah, all their like older they, guys are like are more like Riley Smith and Marcia yeah. So, which are just like pretty like they still haven't played what like five yeah they're games, still like. young like it when we like talk about locker room guys and everything like that like well they still that, they got paul statsny that's in one thing too yeah, yeah that's but true. i'm saying like 
th- this patch ready for Vegas is a good win because he's going to bring that composure to the team that they might have lost in the offseason. Yeah, I think just overall, it's, it's just like a bad philosophy to be super like impatient like this. Like they would, yeah, like Nick Suzuki could turn into like just have one of those crazy seasons like also it's a prospect so you won't see like the production for like four or five years but like it's pretty expensive to go after a guy that and then i guess the other news is that he signed for four years after so he'll be there for five years definitely yeah and he's 30 and like he's old and getting older like i i don't see handled it well though yeah like it was really good that that they only got four years like if they had to give him a seven-year contract that'd be pretty bad yeah yeah um i would be complaining about a lot more but vegas they want to do this it just cost them one of their better prospects but also they have cody glass still so that's fine yeah well and cody glass will have to go the other way when they acquire carlson too right yeah there you go (laughs) so no but no i i agree with both of you i think like for me uh, all joking aside, I did roll over and go back to bed. <laughs> but uh, for me, it was very much about like we knew that Patchetti was being moved out. Like we talked about it on the uh, the lost episode that we recorded when Thomas's internet wasn't really working. But we were talking about that awkward interaction that was filmed at Patchetti's golf tournament, where that there was that like super awkward handshake, and like you just knew that you know things were kind of coming to an end there. Um, and it's, it's interesting because of course, you you guys know, I've, I'm a huge fan of, of Nick Suzuki, uh, big, big, big fan. Um, and I think the other thing too is, is that like, you know, this, this may be a little too early, but I think that with everything being equal, I think that Suzuki will end up being, uh, the better player for where they are right now, because, we have Nick Suzuki, who's probably going to be playing in Owen Sound for one more year, uh, unless he makes the team. And with the might. center, with the center depth in Montreal, it's very reasonable that he could make the team um, out of camp. Um, but I also think it's one of those situations where, yes, Pacioretty is going to be really good, I would say, for two or three years. Regression's going to set in when he hits his early 30s. And a guy that's $7 million, uh, you know, that's that, that can be a lot of money. Um, I actually kind of, strangely enough, see him aging almost like a uh, Patrick Marlowe has aged, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Just this similar yeah. style of play. I um, think Marlowe's a better skater, though. Like, Marlowe's better. Oh, That's yeah. Marlowe's got, like, robotic legs or something, for yeah. sure. Um, but, yeah, the second-round pick was Columbus's pick that was traded there in the expansion draft. There's a bunch of tomfoolery going on there um carter what do you think man you're the habs fan here thomas and i are talking about it but i'd I'd love to get your insight on it buddy uh well i'm torn just because of how invested i got into the the knights this like this past season so like from a fan standpoint i'm not really losing a player that i am used to watching um like and then from like the Habs strictly standpoint, it's concerning because like they're kind of in panic mode now. Like TSN posted this thing like who's the new captain and like they had Price with a C on his jersey. Like that's how like 
desperate the Canadians are for leadership at this point. Do you uh, guys remember when Roberto Luongo was the captain oh, of the Canucks? I, I don't yeah. even want to talk, give that any talk. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Well, <laughs> when he just wore the C on his helmet, they can't yeah. do it. Like, it's yeah. not... It I think it's going to be Brendan Gallagher, and if not Gallagher, it's definitely going to be Shea Weber. Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. But, I don't know, it's like Suzuki, like, tore it up in Owen Sound, and if he has like another growth season this is gonna be like a like a crazy like point in time and like the canadian's life for like bringing up a hot prospect like that and integrating him into the lineup and into the organization but i don't know it's i'm indifferent like the habs are we're gonna do shit with them and they're gonna do shit without him so i like to see him go away to a team where he's at least gonna do something and do well you know one thing that I thought was interesting, because I didn't see this when it was first reported uh, at 6.57 in the morning, I was sleeping Chris Johnson. However, what I'm what I'm seeing here that I thought was really interesting is that Montreal retained 10% of Max Pacioretty's contract and the Golden Knights retained 9.34% on Thomas Tatar, which was giving the Habs uh, savings of about 500000 for the next two seasons. Uh, didn't realize that the contract had been retained, but I don't know, Thomas, you got to know a little bit of Thomas Tatar's game when he played for the Red Wings. Do you think that he could be a valuable uh, top six asset to the Canadians or do you think he'll be like more of a depth guy on the Canadians? I think he's a solid middle six guy that can play up. Um, I, I liked it. I liked him like he wasn't. I just wanted the Red Wings to trade him because. He had such a long contract. I think he still has three years left at like five point three mil. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, like I, I really like him, and I don't think the distance between Pacioretty and Tatar is so, is like as big as people are talking about. Like he, Tatar could still play. First, he's two years younger. And he can still score a lot of goals for you if he's paired with the right way. Yeah. Like, if he's... Like, I I don't find anything wrong with getting Tatar, like, for... In exchange for Pacioretty. Like, from Montreal's side, you pretty much got a good player. Like, obviously not Pacioretty. But then you also got a pretty high pick. And then also a guy that was just picked, le- like, just more than a year ago in the top 15 of the draft. So it's like, it's great if you, and especially he was not going to sign in Montreal hundred percent. So like, I, I kind of like the trade for the Habs. Like you just go for it. Like whatever, he's not going to sign in Montreal, no matter what his agent or him were, were saying just because like, no matter what his agent was like, Oh yeah. Like he loves Montreal, all this stuff. Like he was not going to sign because why would you stay there? It's like it's yeah. a shit place. It's there's nowhere. Well, you felt bad for him because he was begging for the contract at one point. Yeah, and like he like the stuff that like Bergevin said. Like, I think Pacioretty came out recently. I don't know it a hundred percent, but I think he said he was like, um, he said trade me like just soon. I don't want to go into camp, like with the yeah. Habs, and then get traded like in middle of October or something. Like, just trade me soon so that I could establish myself with my new team. And yeah. that's his, that was his request for a trade that people were like, oh, he hates the team. He hates all this shit. And, like, I don't know. Habs fans are dumb. I'm serious. Like, 
<laughs> oh yeah tell us how you really feel man. oh my god well, oh it's, most it's like you said like there's the most content in a team that's doing poorly exactly like, like uh, people can't see the forest through the trees like that's probably one of the smartest things that they could do because they can get his worth at that time they can let him develop and integrate properly like and build chemistry while chemistry is still to be had and then allowing other players to come in and also grow and build chemistry with the Habs. So it's, I don't know, there's always, it's always a rough point when, like, you're doing bad. Everyone kind of loses sight of what's, like, actually good for the team and what can actually help them grow. Yeah, no, it's true. I think, at, you know, at this point in time, like, Pacioretty had to go the same way that Eric Carlson has to go. You try and get his best value as you can for that player when you know that you know things are going to be rocky if you know they show up at training camp <laughs> like imagine patch had shown up to training camp like <laughs> so strange and i had well you know funny enough that morning before he got traded i saw uh i don't know i think it was rds because we were pretty close to montreal so watching rds is a slice by the way if you're ever in that area jesus oui, oui. However, they had asked him, like, what would you do if they asked you to remove the C prior to training camp? And he goes, whatever it takes to help the team, like, you know, generic, like, hockey answer. Uh, and I'm just thinking, like, holy fuck, like, has it really gotten that bad <laughs> that we're, you know, training camp starts on Friday and you're asking your, you know, one of the only all-stars left that you have on your team, like, Hey, what do you think about not wearing the C so we can give it to Max Domi? Like, <laughs> so stupid. But anyways, I thought, you know, moving forward, guys, there was another trade, blockbuster trade that, you know, kind of happened today. We had uh, Adam McQuaid uh, get traded. Adam McQuaid, all-star, top, top, uh, I was going to say top four defenseman. I can't even say that with a straight face going to New York and New York is sending back uh, Stephen Kampfer who originally was drafted by the Bruins oh. um, what was your like big takeaway with that trade Thomas um, <laughs> I don't even know man. <laughs> the Rangers uh, are, are stupid guess, for, they like because yeah. they also spent a fourth round pick on getting McQuaid yeah like, Silver lining, they could go ahead and trade him to a stupid team at the deadline for, like, a third-round pick. But that's, like... Yeah. You're really risk. galaxy-braining this scenario, I know, I'm really right? trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's just basically a, no- a nothing trade except, like... Yeah. Uh, for me, I think, you know, New York, you know, they've got almost like a rebuilding year, maybe a retooling year coming up. I think they just were missing Nick Holden's presence as being a pylon in their top six. And, oh, you know, they Girardi. really... Oh, yeah, Girardi. Jesus. <laughs> uh, okay, anyways, I can't even turn that into a, a talking point, fellas, but that's a pretty hilarious trade that happened today. Uh, I woke up to a pretty interesting video from Eugene Melnick. Tell oh, me that no. you guys have watched this video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, it was literally... the Okay, so the first thing I noticed when I was watching this video is that Melnick is wearing one of the old Reebok jerseys. so bad. (laughs) You own the fucking team. How do you not have one of the current jerseys? They're just trying to push the clearance rack is what they're doing. The funniest thing is that... uh, It's probably an old FNUP jersey. (laughs) (laughs) He just got the the patches taken off of it. Yeah, maybe. And also, uh, Jeffler on Twitter, he pointed out also that the... 
jerseys in the background still have like the peel away sticker for like the sizes like the size oh, oh my god so the, he was like 100 percent. they're just going to be like putting them back into the store to sell them <laughs> jesus christ it's so bad so when we break down the video you watched it right carter yeah what were your thoughts on on the video as a whole it was unique <laughs> that's like, one way of putting it yeah. <laughs> yeah well you've just never seen that done before like distributed to the fan base like the pr like it's okay type thing <laughs> like i don't know it's it's basically just a call for desperation like he's probably tired of his mailbox getting knocked over or something. <laughs> like, uh, he's, he's waking up to like dirty diapers in his mailbox or something like just please stop is basically what that video screams yeah and, and you know that that like all these inconveniences that are happening to him are being done by mike hoffman's girlfriend <laughs> she's like fuck you melnick but it it's so bad because people can see like right through it like they can see how like desperate and how like in the dumps and how unstable and unfinancially secure the organization is like the video like thomas said with the jerseys with the stuff hanging in the background they also had those like weird hockey pants and like a couple of hockey sticks in the background trying to like <laughs> yeah. just go down into the fucking dressing room and take a video in the dress like they staged like this shitty dressing room and like had this like Barbara Walters moment <laughs> <laughs> yeah it honestly was... that's what it looks like it actually looks like a Barbara Walters yeah. interview straight up and, and he really didn't give away any useful information he didn't give away any clarity or like consolation that this like season is going to be okay or that they're progressing in any particular direction like it was just a waste of time money and it turned the clock back for ottawa and like melnick again yeah i agree i think i don't know if you guys would agree but like bora wiki just being the random like <laughs> kind of like host who's kind of like i love though like the one thing i did kind of get a kick out of is like the first question being like you know so what's going on or like what whatever he said like what are we doing or like what's you know just kind of insinuating you know and, and i thought that that was kind of clever because obviously the whole thing was scripted but they yeah. made it seem like Borowicki, like really like one of your defensemen is going to go to the owner and just be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like it just I don't know. It, it felt kind of like a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of a nod to, to the fans to a degree because they know how Melnick is such a jackass. But I don't know. Like, I know people were like really upset about it and how they felt that it was like disingenuous and stuff. But, you know, maybe it's kind of a different way of looking at it. But for me. Although, yes, it's corny and Melnick is like, you know, kind of disingenuous with what he has to say. I don't know really how different the actual message is than what like the New York Rangers did last year when they were eliminated from the playoffs. Right. See, and like, then you had the ownership team saying like, you know, you're going to see some of your your favorite players traded or, you know, maybe not quite to that effect. But yeah. alluding to the fact that McDonough was going to get traded or that Zuccarello might get traded. What did you think, Thomas? I, I think it's totally different. Just like the way of approach like this makes the sense just look laughable. And like trying to make a video with one of your players as that message like, oh, rebuild's coming. Like 
Don't make a video. Just come up with a professional statement. Actually look like a well-run fucking franchise. Like, look like you're a business and not some, like, clown entertainment. Like, it is entertainment, but, like, it's just... Like, I'm not even a Sense fan, but this is, like, getting me riled up. Like, <laughs> it's just so stupid to do. Like, why the hell would you think to, like, oh, we're going to get our one of, like, these this plug that, like, barely made the NHL and, like, have him talk to the owner of the team. Like, it wasn't even, like, with the Rangers thing, it was a nice, like, oh, like, we're a big transition. We're kind of done trying. Like, we're done signing big free agents. Like, we're not going to try to push into the playoffs anymore. We'll... Be, just be patient with us. Like, it was basically the same thing with with Babcock saying that there will be pain in, like, whatever, 2014 when he came. 2014, yeah. Whenever he came. Um, like, it's just the basically the same thing. But the, with the Sens, they were just, like, talking about... They just, like, didn't allude to anything. They were just, like, generally, oh, yeah, there'll be young players. I'm, like, there'll be... I could see 10... <laughs> I could see 10 young players playing... And yeah. Like, whatever. Like, he was just talking like out his ass, and it was so stupid and such a like. It was like for five minutes too. Like, I don't like. I tried to skip through the video, and I was like, oh, I just have to watch this whole thing because it's crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. It's just something that no, like nothing's. I don't know. I just can't wrap my head around it. It's so like just weird. It was a it was a car wreck on the highway. That's what yeah. It was. It's just like yeah. Just everything about it, like every little detail, like how Borowiecki just like looked super uncomfortable. He was just like leaning back and like had his like hands right on the arms of the chairs, like oh hi, like I you I don't know, just Oli like... You mean? <laughs> <laughs> he did kind of look like Oli Okunin. Well, okay. and also like I I don't know. I'm probably reading too much into it, but like even like the body language, like the way that like Melnick's body is like all contorted on the oh, chair. That, was, that messed me up too. Yeah, because it's like, dude, like, you look so, like, laissez-faire about, you know, what has been a huge issue for your franchise, and you're also talking about how, like, you know, and I, I liked what you said a second ago, Thomas, about how he thinks that the kids are going to play, and, you know, he said a quote, right now we're kind of in the dumpster. Everyone says, ah, they're not going to do anything, but I don't believe that. I think that with character in the dressing room and people working very, very hard, we can accomplish more than a lot of people believe. And it's just like, okay, the kids are going to play. Benefit of the doubt, I saw some of the, the Senators rookies play at the rookie tournament this past weekend, and some of the players were impressive. Like, Kachuk makes the team. Uh, Logan Brown was pretty good when I've seen him play, even when he played for the Spitfires. He's a great player. I really like Alex Formanton. I like Drake Batherson. Philip Chlapek uh, is pretty good as well. Like, they have a few good players, but the only, like, really kind of superstar-esque player who has that potential is a guy like Brady Kachuk. So, Thomas, do you see them adding any of those guys who could actually make the team out of camp this year? Uh, I don't know. Uh, like, they'll they'll have spots to fill and, like... Like, oh my god, what the hell is happening? What is Ace... Oh, it's... I thought it was Ace who was barking, not Balto. Being crazy. The best part is when crazy. I talk to people about the podcast and they're like, yeah, I love the podcast. Love when the pets get on there. The pets always, you know, between my cat purring into the mic or rubbing her face on the microphone and Carter's dogs are barking every episode. 
You got to get uh, Thomas's I don't internet know. guys knocking on the window because <laughs> it's raining outside. That's my pet. I can walk up. You know what? It adds a lot of character. I, I don't even edit out the pets barking and stuff anymore. I used to, it's but great. now I now I think it's funny. But so Thomas, I agree what with you. They're gonna about? have some. Oh, they're yeah. gonna have some some spots to fill. But is there anybody there that you think you know that that would be? okay for them to to, yeah. to, to add on that are gonna play well okay i don't have like the numbers in front of me or whatever but like chalapic played last year right like he was with the team for most of the year yeah for a good chunk of um, it yeah and then like yeah i and then logan brown played a little bit i'm pretty sure he played logan. beginning He's good. Like Logan like, Brown's a, like a great player, man. Massive, geez. Um, He's huge. I saw him take a face off against uh, SDA, oh and it, it looked like <laughs> like a, a fucking well. Because uh, how tall is Logan Brown? He's like six he's five like six, or six six. I think six six. Yeah, he's six six. Two hundred and eighteen pounds. Like he's a little Big slender, brown. but he's huge, right? And then you have SDA, who's like five six, a buck thirty five, wet, six. and it's like. Yeah, but anyways, that's just a side yeah. note. But yeah, Logan Brown looks like like a he could be a legit top six center, but his skating is not great. Even when I saw him most recently this past weekend, I didn't feel that it was very good. But I don't know. It just and then he says it's going to be ten this year, and then fifteen the next year, maybe sixteen. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, that shit is nonsensical. And then the entire time, he didn't mention Carlson once. He didn't mention Stone yeah. once, Duchesne once. Like, these are guys that could walk next year, and you're not even talking about, like, your leadership group. Like, I get why he didn't mention Carlson to a degree, but, like, did you guys think that that part was pretty weird, too? Yeah. Yeah. Like, even with... Duchesne, like recently it's been like the extension talk and stuff. He could have talked about that, like, oh, we're going to try, like, we want a player of his caliber to stay with us, blah, blah, blah. Like, he could have just said that and said something. Like, he just, like, well, he's actually he, just was, saying nothing. It's like a classic PR tactic. What were you like, saying, he, Carter? Like, he skillfully avoided everything that was on Ottawa's problem list in that video. And, like, he sewered himself. Like, there, there wasn't one thing that was answered that put any sort of, like, confirmation of any good news in any Ottawa fans' heads with that video. <laughs> you know what else I thought was kind of weird that he mentioned? Was when he said, like, he's talking about the turnover, and then he says to, to Borowicki, like, pointing at him, he goes... So, you know, we add all these guys, so you get excited, and because they're excited, that gets me excited, and when that gets me excited, it gets our fans excited and our sponsors excited. And I'm like, dude, the fans fucking hate you. Like, like, no one gives a shit about how Melnick's feeling. Like, I don't think there's a single fan no. in the Ottawa Senators fan base who's like, yeah, you know what? You know what gets me fired up? When I see Eugene Melnick's stupid fucking face <laughs> smiling. I love that shit. Well, no. One like, that's gave not a, a thing. One gave him a liver, so they do love him. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's before he, like, made know, a complete before, ass so. of himself. And I imagine that person's like, I want my body park back, man. Yeah. So you want to know a petition to get him his liver back? (laughs) Was it his liver or was it something else? It was a liver. It was a liver. Yeah. You can't just donate your liver. 
Well, it's like half a liver, like a slice. Cause yeah, I think you don't need. Yeah, you don't okay. need your full liver, buddy. I don't think my liver is working after this weekend, no, straight up. <laughs> I was gonna say you're you're like Eva Mendez on Stuck on You. What? <laughs> what? That's <laughs> such a weird reference. That's the only thing I remember from that movie is they're like attached and they share a liver, <laughs> and she was like. Hey, do you even need a liver? My my cousin had his appendix taken out. He was fine. That joke makes no sense. And you know Thomas hasn't seen any movies, so none of our movie jokes land. I know, I know. We'll oh, my this. God. No, don't cut it. Still funny. Still you guys want to know a fun st- a send stat from last year? Hit me yeah, with I'm it, baby. I'm looking at their hockey reference right now. So just looking at their highest scoring leaders, guess. Okay, I'm just going to say. Uh, Dion Phaneuf. In 53 games, had more points than Alexander Burroughs had in 71 games for the Suns oh, last year. Jesus. Um, yeah. buried him down on that third pair. Yeah. That's because... Uh, well, Dion played a lot of minutes, so but whatever. But, like, yeah, he... And even... We were Leafs fans, all of us. All three of us are clearly yeah, Leafs fans, obviously. Even, even Carter, even secretly Carter. fan. Even Carter. Uh, and we've seen Dion, Dion Phaneuf play... A lot and see how many penalties penalties he takes. He t- still took only thirty four penalty minutes in fifty three wow. games last year, where Burroughs had fifty nine in seventy one. Because oh Dion can't skate backwards. It's so also because Dion like, Dion has like a howitzer of a slap shot that is like just no aim. So it's probably the points that he did get. I wonder how many of them are primary assists versus Dion's just Al McInnes's stupid son. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I wanted to talk about before we have some questions in the mailbag segment of things, <laughs> which I think is just I think is just two questions. Uh, yo, uh, Thomas, can you talk about Steve Eiserman going to Detroit? Okay. okay, so Stevie Y left the Lightning for personal decisions, but he's staying on there as a senior advisor, all that stuff. Um, there are rumors of him wanting to go back to Detroit because of his family and how much he loves it there and basically how he just, yeah, he just wants to go back and there's already rumors that like he's already in Detroit, like he stayed, well, he lives there primarily anyways, but like he's just going to stay there this season and not even like be with the team and stuff, um, which is really interesting. And then. So everyone at WN is freaking out because, like, the timeline is perfectly matched because Ken Holland just signed a two-year extension, but because he's so old and decrepit, they could just move him up. They could just promote him, like, do the classic, like, oh, now you're the president, but this new guy we really want running our team. So they could promote Holland after this year, uh, sign Yeiserman because he'll be a free agent, um, and yeah, and then he could be the Red Wings GM and then still sign crazy deals and no trade clauses, which is great. So yeah, he's coming in Detroit. Yay. <laughs> Probably. I, you know, I'm a big fan of storylines, so I like 100 million percent hope this happens. But like, really, what does it change? Like, I'm kind of been thinking this more like, sure, it's, he's like younger and like you get a change, but like he still likes no trade clauses. He still likes to go big on like the Dan Girardis and Chris Kunitzes and like 
Yeah. But they don't yeah. sign him like for crazy long deals. But it's like <laughs> they st- he still signed JT Miller to like a crazy long deal. Still signed Alex Kalorn to a crazy long deal. Tyler Johnson long yeah. deal. Like TJ's deal. He still he so- still like fucks yeah. up his cap situation so much that like guys like Kucherov have to take a discount. Right. Right. So like yeah. they still I don't know. He doesn't he doesn't change a ton. Like yeah. an absolute time. But the narrative, Thomas. It's yes, the, story the narrative, dude. Come on. I'm I'm a hashtag sports journalist. Wow. Yager's uh, so should... gonna come back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh, yeah. The narrative. <laughs> Love it. You know what's gonna happen? The lights are gonna go off at the uh at the Little Caesars arena, a la when the Undertaker <laughs> comes out. The best wrestling hockey thing that I came up with today, I think I tweeted about it, but like so you know how Nylander's not signed? It's a very good segue. Yes, uh, we have so, to talk about that. So Nylander's not still not signed, which is bothering me so much. Um, he's still in, still in Sweden, isn't he? Well, he's just I don't know where he is. He's not doing anything with the Leafs. He's under their golf like he's, he's, he's still over the pond. Like he's not. Yeah, he's like, in Sweden with Zetterberg. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Training. Yeah. yeah, they're the same back Training guy. Back. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that joke. When Curtis said they have the same back guy, I was literally going to say at the chiropractor. Perfect. Yeah, so we know that Dubis is a massive wrestling fan. So, like, we knew already knew that because he liked a lot of wrestling stuff on Twitter. And then, like, he admitted it in the... Not admitted it. Being a wrestling fan is great. Um, uh, yeah. He, I was going to say, he admitted to being a big man child. <laughs> I got yeah, it because so like, we, we didn't... Okay, yeah, you, you talk about this and then I want to so talk I was about just, wrestling. I was just going to say quickly, and it's a really bad joke, but I don't care, that, like, Neilan is just going to, like, come out opening night. Like, it's all going to go dark and, like, the roster's been announced, but it's like, oh, there's missing... There's only uh, 19 guys listed. And then it's, like, all dark. And then just, like, some Swedish Euro trash music comes up and it's, like, his and face then, everywhere and he just skates like, out. S- Sting on the top ropes. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh my face, god! You know how the you know, the, you know how the troops come the flag. in. <laughs> I you love know how the it. Troops come in like when it's like a special troops night and they descend from the top. This could be Nylander, just no. like carrying a Swedish flag and like. Oh my with, god! His hockey stick's gonna be his Swedish flag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it'll be it'll be a barbed wire hockey stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay yo before we get into the mailbag thomas when you were talking about having different segments on the show oh yeah how do you do you envision us having like an intro to the mail mailbag part of the show or well yeah but i gotta make it first i've got one and i got an idea at least okay do you guys remember the show blues clues yeah, yeah. you know when when steve would get mail he'd go Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to well. Perfect. We just recorded it. Love it. Okay. All right. Go ahead. What are the two questions that we have this week? Oh, God. I don't even know. You replied to one of them. Yeah. Didn't uh, Ramina have one? Well, she was like joking. Okay. Well, we could. Hey, dude, she has a question, dude. We got to answer okay. it. We'll talk to her i guess um <laughs> she said quote at ramina shala on twitter do you think dougie hamilton still cares about me asking for a friend p.s i am my friend how are we gonna answer <laughs> ramina's question um what was it again as sure his yeah. his legal name is dougie he's still your friend <laughs> <laughs> well his name's douglas i think isn't it 
No, Douglas. if you look up his hockey DB or anything about him on the internet, it's Dougie. That's great. Does Ramina like going to the uh, to the museum? Because I know that's a point of contention for Douglas. I think. <laughs> oh, in her bio, big fan of museums. There you go. Okay, that's topical. Well, there you go. Uh, um, so what's your answer for her, Thomas? Yeah, sure. I think Dougie cares about a lot of people. He just cares about people in Carolina now more than people in Alberta. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be a good answer. Uh, Carter, do you have an answer? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know this ongoing joke. <laughs> it's not really a joke. It just her thing is Dougie Hamilton, right? Like she loves Dougie Hamilton, yeah. which is good enough for me. I like him. Uh, my answer would be yes because I think the bond that players have or that fans have with the players. But I'm sure it's mutual. That's fair. Uh, for me, it would be, you know, we're always looking for somebody to go on adventures with. And if that adventure happens to be the museum, I think, you know, Woody said it best. You've got a friend in me. That shit makes no fucking sense. And he's a cowboy in Calgary. There you go. Okay. Yes. Yes. Next question. Perfect. Next. Okay. What's what's the next question? Fwam. Chris Killingworth. Killsey. <laughs> That stupid name. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a sick nickname, but no, okay, no, whatever. Mine, mine sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your fucking handle is at no salary retained, so you can honestly I change it. But my like, white ass boy name sucks. I can't. Thomas nothing, P. Williams. No, there's like there's nothing with T. P. Williams. There's nothing like T. Will, there's nothing. I checked see, all but of them. see, that's the problem, bro. If you stopped being Thomas and embraced Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy. You, you and you and Dougie could go to the museum together. Yeah, perfect. I'd love that. Tommy and Dougie do the rom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's my segment. If I if I'm ever, if when the hurricanes are in Toronto, I'm gonna try to do that. I'll pitch it. Tommy oh and Dougie god. do the rom. Get it yeah. trending. Yeah. Uh, Tommy so, and Dougie. The question is, why does Carter call it the NC2A? Oh, that actually happened? <laughs> it seems like a good question to me. Yeah, I don't know. Why? That's just how my dad said it. And so I, it's, it's like, why do families cook turkeys the way that they do? Or like those, those, shits, or those things that have just been codified into like your family routine. That's just how my dad said it growing up, and that's how I got used to saying it. Okay. That's fine. I guess that's a decent answer. Uh, Dougie Hamilton's name is Douglas Jonathan Hamilton Jr. Perfect. I love it. Also, Thomas Patrick Williams. Jr. I'll adopt that. Uh, another interesting thing. He's going to be wearing number nine this year. Did you guys know that? Are you serious? Yeah. That's weird. Also, you know what else is super weird? If you Google Dougie Hamilton right now, the first thing that comes up is Brit couple horrified to find spy cam in Toronto Airbnb unit. <laughs> what are you and Freddie doing, Why Dougie? Why does it say Dougie Hamilton Airbnb? What? If you type in Google search right now, Dougie Hamilton, it comes up with an article that says tourist finds hidden camera in Airbnb apartment. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was that. it was him. Oh my god. What? So I'm reading this right now. Is it <laughs> actually <laughs> him? 
Toronto police investigating after couple say they found. Yeah, yeah. A no, couple Dougie visiting Hamilton, Toronto are in shock after 34 of Glasgow, Scotland. Oh, it's a different oh. Dougie Hamilton. Scottish tourist Dougie Hamilton. Literally, like, okay, you type Dougie Hamilton, hit space, and the first thing is Airbnb. Not like hockey, Ooh. not like stats. Like, oh, weird. On so my weird. end, on my end, I'm getting, uh, if you type in Dougie Hamilton, the thing that pulls up is didn't go to Moxie's with his teammates. I don't know. I don't want to read too far into that, but that's just what I'm seeing on my end. Oh, God. I thought it was actually him because it said Dougie Hamilton. I was like, what? So, oh that's my, weird. okay. Hey guys, there's a bit. We have to type in a player's name into Google and see what the top couple searches are. So for Dougie <laughs> Hamilton, it's Dougie Hamilton Airbnb. Dougie Hamilton trade, Dougie Hamilton contract, and then right at the bottom, Dougie Hamilton elite. This might be the most all over the place episode we've ever done, right? Yeah, listen, I do not give a fuck. I am having fun with my friends. And if people made it this long, thank you. Next week, we'll have some uh, training camp stuff to talk about. So it'll be a little bit more sensical than what we've done this evening. Uh, Carter, do you want to plug anything right now that you're working on at your blog or? <laughs> My blog? Um, yeah. No, just uh, follow the Fleming Knights on Instagram to see any hockey updates. Yeah. Uh, fl- and Fleming.Knights. That's a good one. Like that. Uh Carter, you can uh, you can follow Carter on Twitter at Carter Lupel. Love it. Uh, you can follow me on my social media game, which I uh, have successfully been able to maintain an account for a month without deleting it. So that's a step in the right direction for me. But I've uh, signed out a few times. Co- Got to be honest. Coach kills. No, just killsy baby. K I double L double Z double Y. Thomas. And I'm. <laughs> Thomas Williams, and you can find me at at no salary retained, no last e in the retained part, because Twitter has a character limit for your name. <laughs> yeah, th- think of disturbed. <laughs> also follow the podcast if you got this far at was it takeoff hosers at takeoff hosers. Yeah, Thomas runs the account. At we I yeah just follow it. Okay. I'll follow you back. Team follow. Yeah, we are team follow back for sure. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week. As always, you can rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts app. Uh, You can also like it on SoundCloud. Uh, We have, I think, 13 reviews, five-star reviews, which is pretty cool. If you want to review the podcast and leave a funny comment, uh, we will always read the funny uh, reviews on the air regardless of what they say. Don't make me regret saying that. Also, and we Jay and Silent Bob the bad comments. Yeah, we do. It's true. Yeah. Okay, thanks guys. Yeah.